All right, folks, welcome to The Real Money Show. Let's get started right away. This week is important. Gold and silver have been very steady all week. I want to congratulate those who got into the market and took advantage of this price window. The value that has been there and has been there for a number of weeks is still here. And Jeremy, as we talk about this show, we are going to drive a couple of concepts, one of which, right off the bat, folks, I want you to understand, we are in a cycle of performance in certain markets where there can only be so much of a good thing happen at once. And we talked about it uh, on numerous shows over the last little while of the importance of insurance. I want you to remember that concept as we do this show. Insurance for your wealth. We have a video from a gentleman, a Russian investor, born and raised in Russia, migrated to the U.S. and became a very successful millionaire. And Jeremy, we're going to be sharing this video with all of our clientele. This week, we spent time sending out this video to a lot of people, potential clients as well. Yeah, Simon Mikhailovich controls a, uh, a fund which has raised over $2 billion. So he's someone you want to pay attention Super to. Super successful. And of course, who doesn't like watching TED Talks? Of course, absolutely. But- and it's a short one, 15, 16 minutes, well worth the value of talk. And essentially in this video, he drives a simple concept, folks. Safeguarding your wealth is one of the most important things you can do, especially when the cycle is going to change. And he keeps it very simple. He says that there is an equation, a value-based equation called the discounted cash flow formula. The major input to that formula is interest rates. When they're low, stocks, bonds, income-producing properties, they rise in value. And historically, we are at one of the lowest periods in the entire history of existence in which interest rates have gone lower than they've ever gone before, and stocks, bonds, and income-producing properties, real estate around the world, has boomed. If we've learned nothing from this, folks, it is that we must make smart decisions when those cycles come to an end. That is happening right before our very eyes. And what he suggests in this video is very simple, among other things, that you need to safeguard your wealth. Is it more likely at this point, and ask yourself this question, that an already incredibly you know, achieve, achieving stock market is going to go two times higher than it is now? one time higher than it is now. If you invest 100000 in the stock market, do you have a reasonable expectation that you're going to double your money at this point in time? Or is it more likely that we're going to see a halt to that cycle at some point in the near term? We're talking 10 years of growth. Nothing lasts forever, and the bigger they are, the harder they fall, folks. So having insurance for your wealth is a concept that we love, that we support, and that this video highlights as being the cornerstone of how people survive in the financial world. All right, now before we get to the rest of the show, Jeremy, the numbers to call for folks that are listening to get them into the market, to buy gold and silver, to understand what we have to offer at Guildhall Wealth uh, a little better, the number to call is one eight seven seven eight silver You'll hear it often through the show. And the website is guildhallwealth.com, a great website. There's a ton of information there right off the bat. Get a free investor kit. Get some of this information into your hands understand what value gold and silver brings to you as an investor. We will share that free of charge. It's our thank you for just simply asking the question, how do I get involved? We'll send out that package to you via email or hard copy, whatever your preference is. And we're here to support you with any questions you have about how to own gold and silver. Jeremy, along with safeguarding your wealth, we're talking about other concepts that relate to this. And there is a lot more this week we want to share with our client base. 
Yeah, it's important to go to guildhallwealth.com. You want to get signed up, ask for some information. You're going to hear a lot on the show about holding physical precious metals, why we believe they're so undervalued right now, which means there's a lot of profit to be made in the market. And throughout the show, you're going to hear the reasons why you want to be involved in this market, why 90% of the why 10% of the people are going to make 90% of the money, and you have to be aware of these cycles. But most importantly, you want to get subscribed to the to our newsletter that goes out weekly so that you can get this video that you're talking about, Darren, and that you can get access to information that you're not going to get anywhere else. And one other thing that you're going to get by being on the newsletter is access to some promotions. Now, we have one promotion today that we're going to be discussing on air, and there's several others that you can get access to through the newsletter. But specifically this week, as you're listening to the show, consider acquiring monster boxes. It's silver maples, one ounce silver maples. There's 500 in a a monster box. Typically, two monster boxes are going to be valued at approximately 24,500 Canadian dollars. However, if you invest in two monster boxes over the next over the next 2 weeks, we're going to provide you a 10 ounce magnificent maple coin. It's almost like a a hockey puck of silver, as we call it in the office, but it's valued at $250. So you're investing $24,500, but you're going to get back $250. So consider that as a great place to start your investment in precious metals as we go through the show uh, today. Well, on that same kind of note, I read an article this week, Jeremy, from GoldSeek, and it was called Ignoring Economic Reality. Anne Rand would laugh. And they use the quote from Anne Rand, who was a philosopher, a novelist. Some people will know, some people won't look her up. We can ignore reality, but we cannot ignore the consequences of reality. And essentially this article, which was uh, published by Gary Christensen on the Gold Seek, some will know, some might not know who Gary Christensen is, but I have a I implore you to look it up because it's a great article. We'll include it in this week's newsletter. And essentially, the opening line from this article reads as follows. The Western world has ignored economic realities for decades. It's not a Republican or Democratic problem. Banking, power, fiat currencies, dishonest money, and transfers of wealth are the issues. Hmm. The consequences of ignoring reality are uncomfortable and dangerous. However, most people prefer palatable, easy to digest, and believable stories. Now, this article goes on to say that in the United States, the UK, Europe, Japan, it is very comforting to believe the following. Debt has increased exponentially over the last 100 years, so why can't it do that for the next 100 years? Well, I think that's perfect, Darren. You just said it earlier right in your introduction. Can things keep going up? How high is high in a way? And I think that, uh, well, we've used Ayn Rand's quote here on the show before, this concept of you can ignore reality all you want, but you can't avoid the consequences of avoiding reality. And the idea that 10 years ago, the debt in the U.S. was, what, $16 trillion, and today we've passed over $21 trillion in the U.S. Um, $21,000 billion. That's a good way to put it. Um, GDP in Canada has gone down and we've just got slapped with some more tariffs. We'll be following that story. But the idea is that you do reach a point 
right, where you can only borrow so much and you can't grow your way out of it. And you can pretend that things are fantastic out there, the sun's shining, but it's all about what's going on under the surface. And I think that's the big, sort of the big broad stroke here in the precious metals market is that if if people are looking at the day-to-day market in, in gold and silver, they're missing the big moves that are happening under the surface. And hopefully we can get to a lot of those today to inspire people to protect their wealth, which we think is so important uh, over the next coming years with all the debt and financial issues that we're, we're seeing every day. The cracks in the system are happening. This is certainly the time at which if I'm listening, and of course, we only share our opinions, Jeremy, we're not your financial planners or advisors. I want to remind folks of that. But this is the time in which I look at this cycle and I ask myself, is it more than likely that this will continue to happen? Will debt really continue to rise as it has? And let me be clear about this. The U.S. national debt has increased from about $3 billion in 1913 at the formation of the Federal Reserve to over twenty. 1,000 billion, or as we just said, 21 trillion in 2018. That's an average annual increase of about 8.8% per year. Now, a similar debt increase for another 100 years, that would put us in the largest market in the world at around $90 trillion. Highly unlikely. It's not going to happen. So, so Darren, we're talking about these debts, and uh, we're talking about... Um, what's happening in the gold and silver market. And in the next segment, we want to talk about Mikhailovich's video that he did for, for TED Talks. Just to your point, this idea that the, 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 since the induction of the Fed, their currency in the U.S. has done nothing but fall. In actual fact, every currency around the globe is losing value. And when you look at the performance of gold, that's all it is. It's a reflection of gold staying where it should be. Uh, Well, we do think it's undervalued, but that the currencies are losing their value because countries around the globe are just continuing to print more and more money, and you can only water down the liquor cabinet for so long. But pay attention to this as we go to commercial. Just just think about this for, for a few moments. In 2011, at the peak, the Australian dollar hit the gold in Australian dollars hit 1766. Do you know where they are today? I do not. 1719. They're basically at the all-time high in gold. That's not a reflection of gold's performance. It's a reflection of the the Australian dollar. Do you want to have a little bit of gold to protect against the the devalue? Uh, devaluing of it's the, held of its the Australian power. dollar. Exactly. It's amazing. The Brazilian real. In 2011, it was 3,125. Today, it's 4,839. It's beyond its all-time high. The euro in 2000... Gold buys us more now. Correct, in, in, in uh, Brazilian real. Oof, doing better. The euro, 2011, it was 1,360. Today, it's 1112 That's basically $250 off its all-time high. So while you're looking at the U.S. dollar and, and gold in U.S. dollars, you're saying, oh, it's at 1300 It's $600 off its all-time high. Call me when we're at the high. Well, around the globe, that that's it, it is reaching all-time highs. The British pound in 2011, $1,153. Today, it's at 978. That's only 175 off the all-time high. The Japanese yen, 157,300 yen. Uh, Today, it's at 141 plus. 
Most importantly, let's talk about what's most important to us, which is Canada. Gold in 2011 hit 1820. Today we're trading at 1685, which puts us $135 off the all-time high. Now there's some stronger currencies and some much much weaker currencies. We did not mention the Venezuelan dollar. We didn't talk about the Afghan dollar, the Iranian dollar, we're Turkish dollar. We're talking about you know, basic currencies around the globe, and certainly some are stronger than others. But if you just take a cross-section of currencies around the globe, you can see that gold is very very well near its all-time highs. So let's not wait for 20% gains in six months to get involved in the market. You should have this long-term. So let's prepare our positions long-term in precious metals. All right, whether it's for protection, whether it's for profit, let us be the experts that guide you into this market of physical gold and silver. You can get home delivery. You can put it in our depository. You can use your registered accounts in RSPs, TFSAs, Liras, Rifts, Lifts to make a difference in your wealth protection by owning gold and silver in those vehicles. If you want to use the concept of other people's money, get a little more bang for your dollar or protect that dollar a little further, we have options for you. Either way, this is physical gold and silver, folks. It's coming from the experts at Guildhall. There is no company better in Canada than ours when it comes to these assets, and we'd love for you to be a part of that. The number to call is one eight seven seven eight silver or over to the website guildhallwealth.com. We will be back in the second segment with so much more. Stay tuned. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth management on global news radio 640 toronto welcome back to the real money show and the number to call one eight seven seven eight silver is there for you congratulations to those that were buying this week once again welcome to Guildhall. if you're a brand new client i want to remind those that are buying and love their monster boxes that is 500 one ounce silver maple leaf 2018 coins uh, that's if you're buying two boxes at this point in time, you qualify for a free 10-ounce silver maple leaf coin. These are beautiful. They're encased in hard plastic. They are basically just a very large version of the one-ounce silver maple leaf coin. And so far this week, we've almost run out of monster boxes. We've got another order coming, but it's been tremendous already to see the demand for this. And the monster box is a great place to start investing in specifically silver because you're getting that um, universal um, idea of the everyone can recognize the silver maple from the Royal Canadian Mint. They're in one ounce increments. This is a, a great place where you're to start because people who want to have a little bit of product at home, they're just getting involved in the market and they want to know, hey, look, if for whatever reason there's a power outage or whatnot and you, you can't access cash right away, this is easy uh, liquid, liquid um, assets in a way. So this is a great place to start. And those two monster boxes right now would cost essentially uh, 24500 that maple. In that range. In that range. And that maple is essentially valued at around $250. So you're getting a, a quite a big rebate back in your pocket with that. Well, I did a little research, Jeremy. Right now, we're the only company in Canada that is offering that. Uh, so this is an opportunity that is limited in time limited to the quantity that we have on hand. It will go fast. So if you do want that, please obviously get into there. When we're talking in the first segment, Jeremy, about the importance of safeguarding, we um, mentioned a video 
and an investor, which we're going to be sharing both of uh, to our client base. We'll go out with the Precious Metals newsletter this week. So do get that Precious Metals newsletter. Sign up for it. And if you missed it this week and you're new to the show because you're only hearing the show on Saturday or Sunday, then I would highly advise for you to connect with us. And in the area where it says notes or if you want to put a description of what your request is, Put, I'd love to see more about the video you talked about on the show or just say the video from YouTube, something to that extent, and we'll know that you're interested in knowing more about that video. Now, in that first segment, we also mentioned there was an article that was uh, called Ignoring Economic Reality. Anne Rand would laugh. It came to us by way of uh, Gold Seek, and it was written by Gary Christensen, who is a well-known analyst in the gold community. And it was just talking about the delusional behavior of the central banks and the politicians and the way in which we have become a society which just accepts what's told to us without delving in further behind the scenes. Now, this is a big concept for us. We've always believed that you have to do your due diligence to understand the reasons behind why somebody would uh, act as they do or why the markets uh, come out with one thing and end up doing another. These go hand in hand with understanding why you own assets like gold and silver. In that article, we were talking about debt. And another point that they allude to in this argument is that governments want to borrow. Now, they're saying these are headlines that we are living with. This is the delusion that the average everyday person believes. Governments want to borrow and spend their way into prosperity and pretend and extend indefinitely. Now, the public at large is believing that that concept's okay, that we can do that. And there's no more than the 10-year window we've just had that certainly I can see if you're not delving in behind the scenes and doing your due diligence to understand gold and silver and other assets like it and safeguarding and those things that are important to wealth. I can understand why people believe these headlines. They don't look any further. It's not likely going to happen, folks. Like debt, it is not perpetual. You cannot continue to accumulate debt or you cannot spend your credit card up to its max and then say, you know what the heck with it? I'm not paying it off. Governments aren't Google. Uh, not Google, Amazon. They're, they don't have that ability to flip the switch and all of a sudden make tons and tons of money. And if you look at the stock market, you see that a lot of the a lot of the stocks right now are, in in a sense, Ponzi schemes because they're just trying to continue to to grow and grow enough that they can eventually make money. Uh, is Tesla making money? Is Uber making money? Um, is Netflix making money? The only way they're going to make money is to raise the jack up the prices and hopefully try to get a profit. And that's not happening yet. The idea is to extend and pretend and hope that everything works out in the end. But look, uh, this week, um, there was an article out by Mark, uh, Michael Snyder from the Economic Collapse blog, and he says 12 roads 12 road signs show we could be rolling up a major global economic crisis very soon. Let's just look at- Only 12? Only 12, but let's just look at a couple. Um, Smart money is getting out of stocks. You've got mortgage interest rates just hit a a seven-year high. We're going to talk about interest rates. U.S. Treasury bonds are having the worst start since the Great Depression. The retail industry debt defaults have hit record highs in 2018. We're on pace for the worst year in retail store closings ever. Two largest economies in the global, uh, on the entire globe, are on the verge of starting an international trade war. Um, and we've talked about this. First, you have the currency wars, then you have the trade wars, and hopefully, we can avoid the hot wars. Um, Italian banking stocks crashed really hard uh, this past week, 
And, uh, you know, look, uh, probably the biggest one is Deutsche Bank, just having to continue to let go their staff. They're they're shuttering their U.S. operations. Another 7,000 jobs are being cut. And this is a big, big story. We followed Deutsche Bank for quite some time. We know that they're major, major indebted bank. And I don't know how they're managing to, to stay afloat. They're basically a zombie bank at this point. So there's lots of things under the surface going on. And yet people can as the trend has been, Darren, for the last decade, the trend towards physical commodities has been huge. And the other trend of swiping everything under the rug has been the other trend. And so how long do we keep avoiding reality? Well, listen, were we not supposed to in 2008, according to our central bankers and our own central bank, uh, the powers that be, in other words, the, the bankers themselves, were we not supposed to have learned about peak debt Did we not put rules in place to avoid being so frivolous with the amount of debt that we accumulate, especially when interest rates were low? Never mind what happened in the housing market leading up to 2008-9, interest rates were up much higher. They were up at over 8%, but we didn't learn and we haven't learned. Like we said, debt is now far higher than it was back then. Nothing has changed, folks, but the importance of understanding that most people will have you believe it's a comforting belief to think that gold and silver and assets like that are not necessary. They're not necessary. I don't need them. Or maybe they think that they've read something where it's been called a relic or I don't get like my dividend stocks. It doesn't pay me back. However, if you look just around the world, the concepts, Jeremy, you mentioned the currencies and what gold has done in those currencies, Russians, Asians, Brazilians, Venezuelans, these are areas of the world where all kinds of different economic realities exist, yet everything kind of comes down to one thing. How do I protect my wealth? And they're doing it. They're buying more gold than they've ever in history. Why? What? The central banks? Yeah. They're not, they're not doing it because they're going to go on a big binge of building jewelry. Everybody's going to have a 25 inch gold chain around their neck. I mean, that's not why they do it. It's because they know, they see what's happening. They're well aware that the U.S. is building themselves a six-foot-deep hole in the ground in which eventually they're going to ask their citizens to climb in because (laughs) the reality is that they're slowly dying, their economy is, and they're not going to change their mentality because it's the populace that matters, the headlines that matter. you got to own gold and silver, folks. It's the only way to protect yourselves. Yeah, the the headlines, headlines, and by the way, go to guildhallwealth.com to learn more, but you're right. The headlines are not showing you that the U.S. is really starting to struggle with maintaining the uh, world's reserve currency as all of these other entities around the globe like China and Russia and India and uh, you know they're they're vying for ways to circumvent the US dollar and what happens when the monetary system shifts it did shift in the 40s remember that uh, you know you had the move from the pound being the world's reserve currency to the US dollar you don't need economic upheaval you don't need the lights going out to for gold to do its job but certainly it will hold its value long term and that's what you're looking to do in fact as long as it's beating inflation it's doing its job and speaking of inflation or shrinkflation Darren I was at a variety store yesterday and I saw those little cans of pop and they were down to 80 calories I remember when they were they introduced them and they were 100 calories and then they went down to 90 and I swear I thought do I need glasses? Because they were so small. And I looked at it. I said, lo and behold, turned to my wife. I said, they're down to 80 calories now. Um, And it's not that they're trying to keep people on a diet. 
the fact is, is there's either raising taxes or you create inflation. And uh, the whole point of owning gold is to have it outside the banking system, to have some physical assets in your portfolio. And as Simon Mikhailovich mentioned in his video, 75% of Americans hold financial assets and only 25% hold real assets. And while we tell people you have home insurance, life insurance, car insurance, not many people have wealth insurance. And if all of your investments are in financial assets, you literally have no financial insurance. You have to have some physical gold and silver in your portfolio. And you don't and look, in 2008, there was no finance, there was no um, currency crisis, and yet the the value of gold and silver over, over the last over between 2001 and 2011, up to 2013 almost, went crazy, and there was no currency crisis. Do you think, as a listener, you're going to be first to be on that phone list from your advisor, your planner, your banks, the people that manage your money, when the proverbial dung hits the fan? to be called and told this is the time to sell, you won't be. It never happens. It never plays out that way. It's never a safe, soft landing. There is no safety net there. It's you're going to lose money. just depends how long. Why be in a position where you have to suffer that without at least considering doing your due diligence on owning a value asset, something that can protect wealth? That's gold and silver, folks. And to get it home right now is simply just a phone call. Whether it's a hundred bucks, whether it's a hundred thousand dollars, it pays to be in the know and it pays to buy on the contrarian side of the markets when nobody else is paying attention to what can happen. We'll talk further about it in the next segment, Jeremy, but if you want to get into these markets, you can take home delivery, put it inside of your RSPs, your other registered accounts. A TFSA is an exciting account for gold and silver to be in there. It is physical. You do get ownership. It's yours. You can go and see it, visit, pick it up. That's the best thing about physical ownership. If you want to use the allocated financing, other people's money, great concept. For those that can afford it, that are in that position where they have a chunk of disposable income, that could also be a very, very smart way to go about owning gold and silver. When we come back, Jeremy, we'll talk more about that video. There is a specific chart about nominal and real wages that I want to bring up so that people understand where their purchasing power is exactly at. And uh, that and much more as we continue The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Third segment here, The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. The number to get going, one eight seven seven eight silver Get that phone ringing because it is the time, and we've discussed it all through the show, Jeremy, to own gold and silver. The value proposition is here. The window is open on some of the best and most consi- consistently steady pricing we've had in years, and I am loving the opportunity. So congratulations to those, us ourselves, have taken advantage of it. We've been in this market since 2002, folks, and to dwell or belabor the point, well, you can never be too safe. you got to ensure your wealth. This is what we've been talking about on the show, and before we move on to diamonds, Jeremy, the video we've been discussing with uh, this safeguarding your wealth, which was from Simon Mikhailovich. Darren, yes. before we get to talking about this video. Or hit me. So... Um, an article came out this week um, about Simon Mikhailovich where he's talking about a new some his newsletter and an interview he was doing for his newsletter. But he talks about getting his gold outside the banking system. And he talks about how he finds himself 
on the street with a suitcase so burdened with gold that it's breaking the wheels on the suitcase. And he goes on to talk about why he he considers the ownership of precious metals. And one of the things is that he says, imagine a financial disaster, maybe a cyber attack shuts down the banks, maybe a 2008 style chain reaction occurs where financial firms all get wiped out together. Maybe even the U.S. government seizes government bank deposits as the government of Cyprus did in 2013. Under all these circumstances, he says, no matter how bad things got in the financial system, physical gold would be unaffected. And while these scenarios may seem far-fetched, isn't that the whole point of insurance? To protect against unlikely events that, if they were to happen, would totally upend your life. Importantly, this is why gold kept in banks like paper gold, whether it's ETFs, etc., etc., are not a suitable replacement for physical gold. To have physical, to have an effective insurance policy against any sort of failure of the financial system, not doesn't have to be the whole financial system, but any part of it, you have to have your precious metals outside the financial system. You don't plug, as he says, you don't plug your backup generator into the wall socket. You must either keep the gold in your personal possession or or in custody, like a like a vault facility, like what we offer at Guildhall. So it's so important. That you, if you're going to invest in physical product or invest in precious metals at all, make sure number one that it's physical, and number two that it's allocated and segregated, and that it's easy to liquidate if you need. Okay, we've been also talking about the idea of having the wool pulled over our eyes. How much has been swept under the rug is anyone's guess. Everybody has a different opinion, Jeremy. And when we talk to people calling us about the reasons for gold ownership. More often than not nowadays, because we're in a different time and place, there's the internet is readily available. Majority of people calling know why they want to own gold. They're on the same side. They kind of have a developed opinion. But one of the concepts we don't talk about often enough here is what we call income stagnation. Now, this this video, yet another example of, of a video which is just pristine in its points being made about safeguarding your wealth, Uh, points out that income stagnation is one of those biggest misnomers. It's the fact that we deal in a world which highlights and discusses nominal wealth or the amount of wealth that on paper we've amassed over years. So if we talk about wages, no longer are the days of the average income of 20 or 30,000 there. Now we're making 40 to 50,000 average or 50 to 60. And some people are making a lot more, but how far that wage goes and that's your real purchasing power, what that dollar will will buy, it's basically a flat line. So if I compare the two since, let's say, 1965, I'll see a chart which has basically a reverse arrowhead in which nominal gains on my wages have been tremendous. In, in fact, bordering on 600 to 700% higher since 1965 on average. That's in the US. In Canada, some were very close to that. Yeah. So you get the sense that over time, uh, wages are rising. People's incomes are consistently going up. You could even add to it the stock market that, hey, look, as long as I'm seeing my portfolio on the plus side of things, we're all good. Right. And he says that if you look at it from the nominal perspective, it looks fantastic, right? Hey, this, I'm making 120000 this year. That's pretty impressive. That's amazing. But what does that $120,000 buy? Well, I'll tell you a little short story. When I was younger, my dad and my mom used to say to me, 
you got to remember the value of money. You got to think about the value of money. How far does it go? And their way of living was that if you couldn't afford it, meaning you didn't have the money to buy it, you didn't put it on credit. You just didn't live that way because that's, that's borrowing from your future. That's saddling me as their son with the potential of debt long-term. And they didn't believe in it. And a lot of people back then didn't. But ask a person in this day and age that makes a decent income if you don't own a credit card or use that credit card, and what percentage of the public actually pay off their credit cards? Less and less of a percentage of people are doing that. And that's because, folks, even though my wages on paper look fantastically uh, great in comparison to what they were you know, 30, 40 years ago, my real buying power has increased not by 665%, by a measly 20% since 1965. That's it. So in other words, the idea is that 25 years ago, if you were making, let's say 30 years ago, if you were making $100,000 a year and you had a dual income family, so together you're making a couple hundred thousand, maybe 250,000. If you were making that type of money 30 years ago, you owned a yacht. You're rolling in it. Today you're making that money, but you don't own a yacht. You're actually still using a credit card to keep up with the Joneses. Everybody is. And that's the problem. That's the effects of the illusion that's being brought forward. Purchasing power. Purchasing power is being eroded. Now, we talk about gold and silver as being one of those fair ideas to safeguard your wealth, but the reality is this is not the only way to do that. We have another way. We have another avenue, something that's of great importance to us, another safe asset, and it's a hard asset. It's holding your hand wealth, and in fact, the most concentrated form of wealth known to man. That is colored diamonds. Jeremy, to that end, what is the main concept or relationship to assets like gold and silver that colored diamonds shares? And why do we as a firm, why have we had so much success with this? Why are people enjoying the ownership of colored diamonds so much? Well, I think that there's lots of different reasons why uh, individuals get involved in natural fancy colored diamonds. I think one of the one of the things that people could be looking at is this idea that, hey, look, everything has been going very, very well in the markets for quite some time. We talked about this at the outset of the show, that interest rates went down, stock markets went up, valuations on financial assets went up, financial uh, assets like real estate went up because borrowing was was uh, less expensive. And so you start seeing prices rise. And if you've taken advantage of that and you've been able to accumulate some wealth through those type of market cycles, then there's no better way to take that type of profit off the table than to consolidate it in a concentrated wealth asset like a natural fancy colored diamond. Now, as an example, we have a 0.72 vivid purplish pink diamond. That's a mouthful. Yes, it's a vivid purplish pink diamond. It's a uh, again, it's a vivid diamond. It's an argyle diamond and it's appraised at just over 1.1 million and it would it would value for about 750,000 Canadian as an investment. Now, we actually haven't had the diamond appraised for a couple of years because we really had no intention of even uh, bringing it out to the market yet. But this would be something that uh, could certainly be generational wealth. And these type of diamonds tend to rise approximately 25 to 30% a year. 
So that certainly beats out uh, the stock market in many respects, especially since you might think that, hey, I don't know if the stock market can keep rising at this point. So what a great place to put in in, uh, wealth at this point into an asset like that. And you really have to see it to believe it, to understand what this diamond uh, looks and feels like and why something uh, this small would be worth that much. But we educate at Guildhall how rarity in this market works. You're 100% right. There is a lot to be said for adding on to the hard asset base. Gold and silver may not be for everybody. This is something that people can relate to. But Jeremy, the, the best thing about this and an area that we're delving far more into these days and we're set up to do so and have been is the area of wealth to wear. That area is exploding right now. Um, sort of the change in, in the way the community views the typical approach is that you buy these loose diamonds and you own them. That's kind of changing in the sense that a lot of our clients come to us now and want something made out of that diamond. They want to wear it. They want to use it. And one of the fastest growing trends, engagement rings. We were just looking at a couple the other day that we've produced now extremely rare diamonds in these rings. And imagine folks being able to put something on a loved one's finger, whether it's for engagement or otherwise, and know that in 15, 20 years, it pays for a child's education. I mean, like, I can I can think of no better economic freedom than knowing what I'm doing is making me money along the way. It's it's incredible to think about it that way, but that's what's happening. It's it's true wealth building in that respect. The fact that you can have a natural fancy colored diamond that's very rare that continue to rise in value year over year and knowing that it's not as liquid as a stock or uh, even precious metals means that you're forced to to maintain that part of your wealth and to keep it growing long term i think that that's a benefit to having a natural fancy colored diamond now we've worked really hard darren and we finally uh, we we produced several pieces Go to guildhallwealth.com and and under the natural fancy colored diamonds section, you'll see custom jewelry. And please go to that page and check out the video that we have of one of the diamonds that we've created or one of the diamond rings. And essentially, Darren, these are all a little over one carat. Well, we do have one two carat intense, but they're one carat fancy yellows, internally flawless, in absolutely impeccable, stunning settings. And we have three on offer that are all under 20,000 Canadian. If you're listening to the show, go to your local mall. Maybe you're on your way right now. Go check out the jewelry stores and see if they have any yellow diamonds in rings. And find out what the costs are on if they have a fancy yellow. And also find out what the clarities are. These are internally flawless yellow diamonds in settings for under 20. And let me tell you, the setting itself... Is we did not settle on quality. the The quality of these are some of the highest quality that you're going to see anywhere. And believe me, the tr- the proof is in the pudding. Look at the video, judge for yourself. Now, there's also been some stuff out there talking about. Um, I saw uh, Lou Skizis put out a, a a posting about De Beers doing man-made diamonds, and there's some talk about the the man-made diamond market. Not the same in in the colored diamond market. White diamonds are not rare in general. So to even talk about synthetic white diamonds is more a question of 
margins in the retail business. They're filling a gap of demand, which is lower-priced Lower diamonds. Price Kubrick's with, Arconia was a big thing once upon a time, so now synthetic diamonds will be. This yeah. is not investment grade. There, it, it's not a hard asset. You're not buying this to pay somebody's education It's long-term. about effect. It's effect, It's right? effect. It's about yeah. effect. And, and, Cheap and the, effect. And the win-win here in, in that scenario is the big box stores can lower their can lower their prices, but on those products they get bigger margins. So it's a win-win for them. It's a win-win for the consumer because they're getting the the lower price. But we're not talking about prices here. We're talking about value. At the end of the day, if you had to sell an up an artwork, for example, and you have an Andy Warhol, there's money. If you have a poster of an Andy Warhol, you got nothing. So the idea here is in natural fancy colored diamonds, you want to look for quality. You, you want them to be natural, which means they're even more rare. Next week, we'll talk about green diamonds on the show, which is absolutely fascinating how they get their color and how rare they actually are. But take a look at the video that we have on our website, guildhallwealth.com, custom jewelry. It's a fantastic way to hold wealth, wealth to wear, have it generationally or have it for 20, 25 years, it would be a great way to save, force save for your retirement. Safeguarding with hard assets does not end with gold and silver. In other words, folks, colored diamonds is another way to do this. One that we highly recommend. We love the colored diamond space and you should get a free package of information on this. Just call one eight seven seven eight silver Go over to guildhallwealth.com. There you can request all this information and much more. Get the whole package together and working for you in gold, silver, and a colored diamond. If you are going to splash a bit of money into this market and you believe it was for you, you may in fact have enough budget to own all three. And that, my friends, would be the most ideal way to approach this hard asset, safeguarding your wealth perspective. Get that total package of insurance and enjoy the colored diamond. Put it on your finger. Wear it. If if you're a man, you can set up something with a pinky ring. If it's not for you, hey, keep it loose. Put it in a safety deposit box. All kinds of options. But this market is driving returns for people right now. This is an area of great influence, and it is an area which is only going to get more expensive to participate in. Prices never go on sale in colored diamonds and they don't drop. So you're not going to see a pink diamond that sells for 50 or 60,000 today or 150,000 today in five years from now selling for 40,000 or 20,000 or 15,000. It doesn't happen that way, folks. This is the time to get in, time to realize gains, protect your wealth, and remember what you can use for that long-term. You are listening to The Real Money Show at Guildhall Wealth, and we will be back after this commercial break on the Global News Radio Network, 640 Toronto. In the home stretch, Jeremy, in The Real Money Show, one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcom and this has been a show about the importance of safeguarding. We've highlighted a couple of very important articles which will be available to everybody on our weekly metals newsletter and through our LinkedIn group, which you can do a search for. It's just under Guildhall Wealth Management on LinkedIn. It's a very valuable asset and group to belong to. We will put all of our musings there and all of the articles we think are worth reading on both sides of the market, whether it be somebody that's, uh, you know, suggesting the price of gold or silver may be multiples higher or whether somebody's suggesting maybe there's about to be weakness in the market. We share a lot of different opinions on that and we all contribute to it. So you get a little bit of a flavor of what everybody in our office is reading. In addition to that, the Simon Mikhailovich 
uh, YouTube video. The TEDx Talk, 16 Minutes of Your Life, could be something that I think is of great value. We've been talking this show about safeguarding and the importance of understanding that as little as 25% of the wealth that has been generated in the paper markets uh, and in the other various markets beyond paper has been safeguarded against loss. And that means basically either that there's no hedge or that there's nothing in the background serving as at least a bare minimum uh, protection mechanism like gold and silver. And this is becoming a theme which is more and more prevalent. We're seeing in more parts of the world, Jeremy, it explains why people in Russia and people in China and people in Japan and people in the uh, middle European countries, Middle East, it explains to a certain extent why when faced with the challenge of looking at the illusions and what's being swept under the rug, they're turning to hard assets. And it's not only because it's the time and space we're in. This is an asset class which has existed for hundreds and thousands of years. And when you look at it from a real perspective, what is it about at the end of the day? It's about getting ahead. It's about decreasing the amount of debt we have a burden with. Uh, we talked in the third segment a little bit about the amount of debt that has accumulated in the first segment as well, and it's astronomical at the very high level in the banks and central banks around the world. This is not indefinite course of action that can be taken in order to cure the woes of an economy. You have to put an end to the debt at some point and balance out. Weakness in the U.S. dollar is going to come. Growth in assets like gold and silver albeit these are cycles which usually take five, six months to run their course and then we see a pulling back of or profit taking. These are the types of cycles which I believe will become the norm for you know, the next two, three, maybe more decades. And for you to have wealth now and not to protect it, I think is kind of like uh, you know, not having insurance for a car. You're driving out on the road, you've got no license, no insurance. Well, we'll only worry about it if it happens or when it happens. Like you said earlier in the show, you have a great uh, situation where, you know, you're cottaging, you're doing your thing with your family. You need a generator. Oops, I forgot. My generator plugs into the main power in order to get it going. It doesn't stand alone. You need something that stands alone from the rest of the system. The system, physical gold, silver, natural fancy colored diamonds. I don't think there are better ways, but this illusion, folks, is real. It's happening in front of us. Debt is increasing. We haven't learned from 2008, and we believe it's going to get worse before it gets better. And I think we went back to that quote from Ayn Rand, the idea that you can avoid reality, you just can't avoid the consequences of avoiding reality. And we know that the debts in the U.S. continue to rise. Debts everywhere continue to rise. Countries continue to just go into further debt, print more money, and hopefully everything will just be okay. Look, there's been some great benefits of this. Lower interest rates have meant that people were able to acquire more than they could have before by borrowing more money at a lower cost. It meant that it meant that uh, businesses could borrow money and acquire other businesses, and you saw mergers and acquisitions explode in the stock market. But things can only go up for so long. We've started to see the Fed has begun to tighten, and we looked a lot at Simon Mikhailovich's article and his TED talk this week where he discusses this concept of protecting your wealth. Paul always says it when he's here. You you have life insurance, you have car insurance, you have home insurance. Now, what do you have 
to actually ensure your wealth, especially if you've been doing great over the last few years. You have to kind of sit back and say, can everything continue to rise higher? Because maybe it doesn't seem like anything is really happening in the precious metal market. But as we showed today on the show, Darren, that actually in the gold market, things have been occurring. Gold is at a near all-time highs in many currencies around the globe, including the Canadian dollar. We're less than $200 off the all-time high. And maybe it doesn't seem like gold has done much in the last 10 years, and yet we're $200 off the all-time high. Yet it's still undervalued. And silver, even more undervalued. Now, these are hard assets. There's only a billion ounces of silver above ground. There's 750 billion people on the planet. When they all start to clamor for some sort of safe haven and decide that 75% of the people who only own financial assets decide that they want to have some tangible assets, which only 25% of the population have, and that's not saying 25% have silver. But there's a very that's even small portion have silver. When when those markets start to move, you already want to be positioned. So the takeaway today is position yourself for the long term. Invest in precious metals. Contact us at Guildhall. We'll show you how to do it. It is comforting to believe our politicians and central bankers have our best interest at hand. But the reality is we know there is always a shortcoming. It's going to happen sooner or later. Have some gold and silver in your portfolio, as Jeremy said whether it's physical, in the home delivery, whether it's in depository, whether it's allocated financing, whether you're putting gold into an RSP. Remember the offer on the monster boxes. Buy two monster boxes, get a 10-ounce free silver maple leaf coin. That and a lot more happening over at guildhallwealth.com. Call us at one eight seven seven eight silver It has been a pleasure, folks, having you listen and tune in to The Real Money Show this week. We thank you for that. We look forward to speaking with you next week here on The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.